Well, hello and welcome to a special edition episode of the Straight Red podcast from you and myself. This is the Fans Forum special. And just to set the scene for you all, we are sat in Ewan's car looking at the People's Pension Stadium at uh, 21.21 on the 11th of February, straight after the Fans Forum has just finished. And we're going to give you the lowdown of what's happened in the Fans Forum, uh, reflect on some of the opinions that have been stated and just a, a kind of a general discussion about uh, what's been going on, whether we think, you know, is there any worth going to come out of this Fans Forum going forward? So Ewan, the forum got underway in a pretty harsh manner, really, didn't it? It kind of couldn't got any lower in terms of tone. Yeah, and um, Paul Prendergast, who we spoke to after the forum, and you'll, you'll hear his uh, comments a bit later on, um, I mean, this forum as a whole, it could have gone really badly and it's not gone as bad as I thought it might do. And when I say bad, it means of um, voicing very loud, angry opinions. Um, since we've just lost 3-0 on Saturday at home, terrible last 15 minutes. We're no better in the table than we were when the owners came in and the owners and, and Salim and actually Erdem turned up um, from, from nowhere in the last minute. He wasn't planning to be on the forum uh, panel, but he was. So just for fans who don't know, who, who is Erdem? Erdem is officially... A consultant to the chairman. That's his official title. So whether he's on the payroll, uh, not entirely sure. Whether he's in the data, we're, we're, I'm sure he's in the day-to-day -day running. He gets involved in the play signings, etc., etc. He's just gone through the fit and proper persons test for the FA. That's been submitted, not come back yet. So it, it's like it's a position in the shadows, but we know he's definitely got some uh, a lot of influence within the club. So he was on the panel. So we had the four on the panel: Nathan Rooney, Gabby Chioffi, Salim Gagasas, and Erdem Konya. So two from the playing staff, two from the management staff. And again, this could have got pretty heavy. Um, if you look at the forum or, or the Twitter over the last couple of days since that loss, there's a lot of anger around the club uh, and it peaked at the 3-0 loss on Saturday. Um, and we, we're going to get more into that a little bit on that match itself in the next podcast episode because this is just a forum special. So this could have been pretty fractious, pretty angry. In fact, the most difficult question they received came right from the from the off from Paul when he asked. He's been a, he's been a fan for twenty plus years. He's seen the good times. He's seen the bad times. And to, to sum it up, he was just sort of sick of things, wasn't he? He's sick of seeing. Grateful for the money being thrown into the club by Odom. There was a bit of paper when when you went in, and it showed how he's put in three point two million over his first three years. Incredible sums of money, but he just doesn't see it's not producing any benefits on the pitch as he sees it. Hard to argue. The, the team are still in 17th, have been for three years, out of every cup for three years. He is a passionate fan. He's just asking desperately, where is this club going? And the response from the club was generally that they wanted to go in the direction of up. Obviously, they're going to say that, but I guess they, they kind of quoted a lot of figures at us. So they were very open with the fact that they put their figures on the chairs for people to see. So £1.88 million has been in the budget for this season. £3.25 million has been invested since uh, Zaya took over back in February uh, 2016. And basically, the main point from it all was that the playing budget has increased and Erdem has said that he wishes to build a club sort of from the grounds up, that he wants to sort of instill a family environment, a really collective environment, so that they have the basis to move forward. And, and in previous years, that hasn't existed and they've got to work from essentially nothing. I was really impressed by Erdem. Um, I, I've spoken to him a little bit. I was still working at the club when he came in and we, we didn't speak much because I left very soon after. I was really impressed with him tonight. And he showed 
to me that I've not seen before, genuine passion for the football club. And whenever he was questioned on his football history, his involvement with Crawley, his future with Crawley, he showed a lot of commitment to the club, um, claims to be a true supporter, supporter for life. And he agreed with a lot of the negative comments um, because you can't hide you can't hide behind being 17th at the table. You can't hide behind being knocked out of every cup. And he put his hands up and he said, yeah, I'm upset too. I'm angry too. Um, we've tried our best. At the moment, it's not working. And the one quote I wrote down was he wants everybody to stay united. And you can't argue with that statement at all. You've got to stay united. The last couple of weeks, last couple of months, over Christmas especially, it has been a bit fractious. Um, people agree, people are negative, people are positive, people are constructive. There's a lot of opinions flying around uh, and nobody sort of, everybody wants the best for the club and I, I truly believe Erdem and Salim and Zayat that they do um, and, and you've got to really believe them because if you're not believing them then you're, then you're against them. You met, Like you said, you've got to stay united and everybody's got to band together and that, that's, the, that's the only way forward. Yeah, I mean, we've got to look at the facts and figures and what's presented to us. And yes, the sceptics in us could say, you know, these people are just paying us lip service and, and they're just trying to keep us uh, nice and merry and happy. And really behind the scenes, they're doing bad things. But we don't have any evidence for that. And from what they've said and from what Erdem has said, what Selim has said, they know about the games that Crawley have played. They know about the games Crawley have played before they even came here. And that, I think, shows a commitment uh, to the club that they are willing to invest their time into it all and, and really sort of uh, make Crawley uh, a, a really happy club to be part of and, and just to kind of settle queries that might happen around what Erdem actually plays a role in he says that he is basically a specialist in finding raw talent um, and that he's found uh, players in the past who have gone on to become 40 million pound players is what uh, he I think that's a said. cumulative total of right, 40 okay, million sure. oh, that's how I that's how I heard it anyway but either way, I think his philosophy of what he wants to instill from himself into this club is in his role is to find those kind of hidden gems uh, and really uh, progress Crawley up the leagues through those hidden gems. Now, I don't know whether he's wanting to build a full squad of hidden gems or whether he's wanting to invest in a few decent players who are experienced along the way as well. Um, but you and you asked a really kind of challenging question that I think sparked a few different emotions among some fans as well in terms of what's plan B? Yeah, near the end I did ask, uh, I just questioned the strategy. So I said at the moment, we can see on the paper here that the money has increased year on year for the last three years. Um, we, we've for three years had three inexperienced managers. Uh, for three years, we have brought in experienced players, but we've also brought in several younger, totally unexperienced players from League Two. And that's absolutely fine. But if you look at the table, it doesn't lie. We're in the same position for the last three years. Um, there's been no progress whatsoever. So all I was challenging or asking was, if this continues, we're three years deep now into this, if this continues, what is the plan B? I didn't get an answer. Um, and in two years, three years, if we have this forum again, whenever it might be, if we're still in this position, what is the plan B? I didn't get one. Uh, yeah, and this is maybe the only negative I'd pick up upon the answers that were given tonight was that Erdem said that uh, earlier on in the, in, in the evening, he said money is not true indicator of success. But in response to your question, he said that they would keep on putting more money, more money going into all of this so that they can in increase the players coming in. And hopefully uh, he didn't really give a real reason. It's kind of alluding to just luck that would see us get into League One or, or go up the leagues. There was no real indicator of what are they actually going to instill 
into the team in order to, to get up. The, the only answer was, we'll just keep putting more money in. And, and that that's plan A. That's the current plan. Um, I, I, we couldn't find an alternative, but there were some other really good questions. That I mean, there was a lot of questions and it's all been filmed. You can watch it on YouTube, but I'm just going to pick up on a couple of things before we hear from other fans' uh, opinions that we spoke to. Um, so the, the, the question was raised, who chooses the players? And that is signings, match day, et cetera, et cetera. Because um, I think we all question uh, who is actually in control of making those signings, whether it's Erdem, whether it's Celine, whether it's Zaya, et cetera, et cetera, Skates. Erdem uh, said, Gabby has the final say on signings. Sorry, I don't believe that for a second. Yes, it, it is hard to believe. And it was kind of a roundabout answer that was given. I, I kind of think the real answer is that Gabby does have a say as to someone will come to him and say, do you want to sign this player? If Gabby is really against that, then that player won't be signed. But if he doesn't have you know, a, a really strong opinion either way, then if that's the will of Selim and, and, and others on the board and higher up, then that player will be on their way to Crawley is what I kind of understood. And in terms of addressing the current situation on the pitch and current form at Crawley, uh, many of you may be wondering, what does Cheofe make of all of this? Are the players up to it, all of it? And that kind of situation. Well, Cheofe thinks that it's the mentality of the team that is kind of losing them points at the moment. And that he didn't really say in these kind of clean words, but essentially what he was alluding to was that there's no real leader in the squad on that pitch to direct people when you go 1-0 down. Essentially, we're missing Jimmy Smith. And surely, if it's down to the mentality of the team, that is the manager's job, isn't it? Principally to encourage the team mentally, also obviously do the training, etc. But as a manager, you've got to be a man manager and it's your job, surely, to improve the mentality of your squad. And it's, it sounds like in defence of Chelsea that he is doing that. And from what everyone else has said about him from behind the scenes is that he's a great man manager. Is it just a case of time now that he needs to get inside these players' heads and really make them believe that they have the talent, that they can be a League One team, that they can be a championship team even? And staying with mentality, a good question was raised. We seem to let in quite a lot of goals in the last 10, 15 minutes. And he said himself, so again, it's just down to the mentality. It's something they need to keep working on. Um, and, you, and you've raised a good point there. Jimmy Smith, we don't have a leader on the pitch at the moment. He recognises that. We recognise that on Saturday. I think from Philippe Moraes was, was had the armband on on Saturday. Um, but again, there's no sort of general on the pitch. Previously, if, if it wasn't Smith, it would have been Connolly, um, another sort of real shouter at the back. Connolly's gone now. If you've got to choose a captain, who's your captain? I, I don't know who I'd honestly give it to. And something else we took from this as well, I think, is that Gabby, fairly nice guy, Mr. Nice Guy, in fact, but maybe not professionally is what he said because supporters did ask, you know, you seem like a, a fantastic guy who would be my mate, but when you're losing 1-0, 2-0 at half-time, you don't need Mr. Nice Guy. You need Mr. I'm going to throw pots and pans at the wall kind of person. And Gabby has reassured us that he is like that. Uh, he's even invited someone, in, I mean, I think more more out of a jest, really, to come to the to the changing room at half-time to see what he's like. Just just to prove he's an angry guy. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're questioning a couple of things that you said here, but um, and, and him being the guy in charge of the mentality. But overriding opinion is he is an absolutely great guy love having him at the club um top bloke but again being a top bloke doesn't get you promoted etc etc moving on a couple of different questions that came up um somebody raised uh, zion said a couple of years ago or three years ago that he's got an eight-year plan to get to the championship does he regret saying it the answer was kind of no um and even if you look at his more current statement that was only released on the 4th of february on the website um he still says 
Yes, it's ambitious, but what's wrong with being ambitious? Completely agree. Now, there's a difference between being ambitious and optimistic and realistic. Um, and I'll always fall into the camp of always be as optimistic and positive as possible. Any situation, I'll always try and drag the positives out of it. But again, coming back to uh, eight to ten year plan, regret saying it, the answer was a, a kind of no from Salim and, and, and uh, Erdem. Yes, very much so. Now, in terms of the topic of the club in general and what they do in the community and their relationships with other clubs going on around Crawley, well, the question comes in here as well. Why aren't Crawley signing youth players from Brighton? Why aren't Crawley getting youth players from Chelsea, from Crystal Palace, from Millwall, from those kind of teams around us? And essentially was the answer was that Brighton Youth and, and those other kind of higher clubs don't want to come to Crawley because we uh, are a League Two club, uh, because they have offers from League One clubs around us. And yes, we've got a deal uh, with the pitch and Brighton that have helped us out, and that's been a massive help for Crawley this season. I think the pitch has been fantastic, really, because of that. But it's kind of that final link in the chain to really secure uh, the relationship between Brighton and Crawley being such close clubs that doesn't seem to be quite there yet. And I don't really have an answer personally for how that's going to come about, because if a player doesn't want to come here, you, you can't really force them. It, it, it was almost when that question it was asked, and why isn't there a connection with Brighton? It was al I almost got the impression that they... There's just no relationship whatsoever, apart from the financial them using the pitch for the women's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Apart from that, there is no relationship to speak of, which is is pretty odd. And um, somebody pointed out, I forget who it was, but you've also got uh, Crystal Palace up the road. Why we're we not speaking to them, possibly? But again, it comes down to Premier League clubs. If they've got options in the Championship or the League One as an alternative, being near the bottom of League Two, it's it's not a very attractive option to send your players to, maybe. But maybe in the future, Crawley have expressed that they wish to be feeder clubs for these bigger teams. We could see uh, some of these players coming in from bigger clubs on loan if we improve up the table. But Selim has pointed out that in the past, players who have come in from the likes of Chelsea maybe haven't done as well as you know hidden gems that they found in lower leagues coming into the club. My final point that I'd like to pick up on that I thought was really nice uh, and, and I think is a definite positive for the club is their community involvement. I think Joe and, and the rest of the team who have been working on the community links uh, around the schools in Crawley, especially with that massive shirt campaign of getting out a thousand Crawley shirts for free to reception students um, in Crawley, is, is one of many different initiatives that the club are trying to do in order to promote uh, the club brand in this town to try and raise the, the support of fan base, really. And I think a, a plea that we'll probably pick up on more in the next episode is that Joe has said that if there are any fans who are wanting to be parts of uh, the commercial initiative of this club, if they want to offer some suggestions about how the club can improve on that, then they need to get in contact with him because he is more than happy to listen and he would love to set up a sort of a panel uh, to help him decide of how he can better brand Crawley in Crawley. Um, and just going back to one thing within the forum, again, that there was a lot of questions, a lot of good answers. It's all being filmed. Uh, it was all on, on the blog as well. So we're not going to go over every single question. But one thing I did want to raise, and again, Erdem really, really impressed me with this, when a question was raised, why was Smith's contract extended by a further year when he was possibly not going to be playing until at least the summer? Uh, and he's just sort of a, as, as a third coach or third manager at the moment. Why would you take that risk and give him the extra uh, financial boost away from maybe other players? And Erdem said, 
it, it's about family. He, he's always given 100% to the club. Um, the day he found out he got that injury, or when he got the, the prognosis of the injury, Jimmy was within tears. And Erdem put his arm around him and said, look, you're a member of this family, you're a member of this club, you're not going anywhere. We're going to make you a third team or a manager, etc., etc." And he said, so it, it, sometimes it's not about the money. It's not about the wages at all. It's proving that Crawley Town is a family. Um, he's given his 100% for years. Now it's time for us to give him 100%. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and he got a round of applause for, for what he said as well. And rightly so, because you've got to care about the players in your team in order to build that kind of happy environment. But anyway, that's kind of our summary of what, what's happened along uh, in this forum. Ewan spoke to... Uh, some people after the forum as well, some fans, and, and they gave their opinions on, on what happened. Yeah, so I spoke to Paul Brendergast, Steve Leake, both long-term fans got their opinions. Really wanted to speak to Paul because he came in with the most difficult question early on. So I wanted to find out if his opinion had changed based on the answer he got and the forum as a whole. Same with Steve Leake. And then we spoke to uh, Joe Comper, commercial manager, from an, an inside point of view, because it could have been a really risky day. And it, it's always a risk having a forum, but you've got to do them. They give us a lot of information early up front. So two fans, one member of staff, their opinions before and after the forum. So here with Paul Prendergast at the Fans Forum. Paul, you asked a really good question to begin with in um, regards that you've been a fan for a long time. You're out, the money that's going in. You weren't quite happy with what's happening at the club at the moment. Um, did their answer sort of appease you at all? Did the whole forum, are you, coming, are you going away with a different opinion? Um, when I walked in, I was very sceptical, Ewan. But um, the question I asked was about the players. Are they up to quality? Are we going to get relegated? We're in, we're in a position where we've all been in before and we've seen better days at the club. Um, the answer I got was straight, blunt and truthful, which to me, it made my mind up a little bit more because this is the fans, first fans forum I've been since you were working at the club back in back in the day. Um, um, uh, Gabby come across very well. Um, he knows where he wants to go, but I don't know if he's going to get the backing. Um, the two owners, I've never met them before, but I... I've, I've come in more impressed than I did as I'm walking out because they, I had a word with them after and they said, appreciate the question, and they said they can always always hear my thoughts in the stand, which they can, most people can. I think you can in the East stand, mate. Uh, yeah, that's good, I ain't got a problem. <laughs> I just want to find me bell and me rattle. Um, yeah, I'm, I've come out a little bit more impressed than I come in. But I think there's a lot of people in the room that want to voice an opinion but didn't want to. So I hope that covers the question. There was a lot of people on social media voicing the same opinion that you had. Will you now go back to social and maybe voice these uh, um, sort of views after you've been to the forum? Because I know a lot of people didn't come down this evening. Um, I noticed on social media on Saturday there was uh, people out. Even me, I put the ball, don't know what they're doing. But I'm a little bit reassured now that looking at his long-term strategy, I don't know what he did before, I don't know what he did after that's not my problem, they're here to run the club and hopefully make it a profitable club So, what, but what I would like to see is the fans getting more involved, as he said, when we was getting three and a half, four thousand yeah. but now we're down to say 2002, 2003 I don't think the atmosphere is in the ground so um, Joe come up with a good idea about van, fans involvement and I'm up for that and I think, you know, we are in between Brighton, I hate Brighton with a passion so 
you know, people going to London at Freebridge Station, half past 12 on a Saturday or a Sunday, they're going to Crystal Palace, they're going to Chelsea. What we need to tap into is the foot, the people paying 70, 80 pound a game. We're here. You can support your local team. And I know Kelly and Joe are working hard, and I better not forget Bruce. They're doing a sterling job. They are the club. Absolutely. And uh, last question, thoughts for the rest of the season? Optimistic? Um, the one of the Turkish guys, Erdem. Erdem, said we've got 14 games to go and every game's a cup final. Totally agree with him. One thing I haven't done in 22 years, I've, I've been called many names by supporters uh, for backing them, back them or sack them, but what I will never do is I will never boo the players off. And to me, there seemed a lot of people booing the players off. Shout, scream, but please don't boo the players. A lot of them have got the club at heart. So here with Steve Leake, long-term Crawley Town fan. Steve, what were your thoughts coming into the forum and what were your thoughts leaving the forum? Um, I, I just wanted people to be positive. I think we all need to pull together. There was one comment tonight about um, the Swindon game and the Berry game papering over the cracks and that we should be quite negative about where we are at the moment. But you could have the opposite opinion and say, well, the Stevenage game where we had 70% of the game, 20 shots on target, you know, that surely was going the other way. You know, if we got something out of those two games, Stevenage and Mansfield, then we would be halfway out the table. So the time is right now for everybody to be positive, pull together, be united, as Erdem said tonight, and let's see if we can go up the table. I, I don't think we'll get relegated. Um, I don't want any club to get relegated. I'm not one of these people who says, oh, I wish Notts County go down because they took Harry Kill. I'm glad they took Harry Kill. <laughs> 100 we, grand for Harry Kill. Yeah, and we've got a better manager now. And, I and think we need to keep a manager instead of dishing him out with a bath. And as Odom said, 14 games to go. What's your, what's your prediction for the rest of the season? Um, well, or what are your hopes? I want to get over 60 points, and I still think we can get over 60 points. If we can get, you know, 23 points from the remaining games, that I think that would be a, an achievement. Thanks for speaking. We share your optimism. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. And I'm here with Joe Comper, commercial manager. Joe, this could have been a really difficult night for Gabby and Salim and Erdem as well. The, the impression is they, they've turned a lots of fans' opinions around. How do you think it went? Yeah, I think it was. I, I think the key, the key is honesty. And I think that, like, um, I know in, in the day earlier when we were talking, and you do almost thought, how are we going to handle this? What, what questions are going to come? You can pretty much guess what questions come up. You just look through, um, <laughs> look through social media. You know what's coming. Um, so I think that the policy was just basically be honest. So talking about what money's come in what money's gone out um, and just being honest it, I think people appreciate in football you, there's no guarantees you, you, you can buy a player and you think oh it looks great and it doesn't come off um, so I think to be fair Erdem's been honest tonight Celine, Gabby's honest I think key most people got it come across how passionate Gabby is and how much of a likeable guy he is which he genuinely is so I think people were behind him and they want him to work and, and uh, unique honesty from, from the second you walked in the room you had the financials out on the, on the 
the chairs and the, and the players that are coming in and out, obviously anticipating future questions. Um, like you said, again, great honesty. Uh, was, that, was, that, was that a gamble? I think it's paid off because, again, it's, it's gone down really well. Yeah, to, to be honest, up until about an hour or so before, they were going to be even more honest. And, and What was going to be involved? Uh, uh, I actually had to rein them in. They were, they, they were talking about giving specific figures so they could show, look, this is what we've sold player, this is what we sold them for. And I was like, hang on a second, you've got to be a little bit careful because I think some of them were undisclosed fees. So if you tell the fans as effectively, so yeah, I think they wanted to be really open and, and go into a lot of detail. But actually, I think people have seen enough detail. They know exactly what's there. And speaking as a fan now, um, optimism towards the rest of the season, 14 games left. Where do you see Crawley finishing? Uh, fingers crossed towards towards sort of 12th, I think, if, if we can get up there. I don't think we're going to make the playoffs. I don't think we'll be relegated, but I think we do need to be aware of it. Um, I heard them say we're 90% safe, and I'm like, ah, a bit of a worry in that. I was like, no, no, no. Because um, you've, got, you've got to have one eye over your shoulder, I think, until you're mathematically safe. But um, I really hope for Gabby and that we can get a bit of momentum towards the end of the season because that will go into into the next season as well. People will turn up for pre-season and be like, yes, we're going to do something this year. And um, Yeah, I'm hoping we can get sort of towards the top half. Cool. Joe, congratulations on a pretty open and honest forum. I think it's gone down very well. And um, best of luck from us to you also for the rest of the season. Thank you. Cheers, guys. So really, really interesting answers. And I think... As a whole, you can see that anybody that did come to the forum, even even Paul, who came in with some really negative thoughts and negative opinions and was quite angry, um, and again, all this, it, it's just passion. He's just because he loves the club. I think even he said he came away, actually, you know what? What they're doing is, is maybe right, um, and I'm quite positive about the future. Personally, again, just going back to the start, um, Twitter and, and, and the forum have been quite active over the last few days and, and we've got involved in that. I've been doing the tweeting, not Jonathan, and we've discussed quite heavily uh, positivity, negativity, constructive. And I think maybe it was taken slightly the wrong way at one point. Um, I, I mean, every every single fan is every single opinion is valid. All I was saying was. My opinions, I try and be as positive as possible because it's constructive. And if you're negative and it's constructive, equally as important, what I'm not a big fan of is just sort of bashing the club and having no sort of second option. Um, so the forum tonight, I would, I really hope to see uh, more people that do a lot of the shouting online because um, this is your chance to sort of speak to the people. And it seemed to be only sort of Paul. There was a, there was a couple of really good questions. Uh, one of the guys, um, I think he's on Twitter, actually, he did mention with the Swindon Berry games just masking over what else is a, a sort of a more long-term problem. And again, what look online for the answer. So there were some really good questions. I worried for Salim and I worried for sort of Gabby at the start of the night. Because if these people turn up and they really voice those um, quite strong opinions, and if they're not here asking them, you, 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 can't, you can't get the answers. So... I think anybody that was there and did have a, an opinion, whether whether it was on the positive, negative scale, wherever it lie, I think everybody came out feeling a, a little bit better at least. Yes, and Paul did also mention that he thought that some fans had said to him that they were scared of coming to the forum and really voicing what they felt because That's that they really might point. be banned. And if anything, I think Bruce has said to us as well that as long as you don't come abusive, you actually express your feelings in a proper professional way. They're not going to, you know, ban you from the club. They they want to hear your opinions. They want to know what you're really thinking. They don't want to uh, miss a nice sort of uh, impression of you. And uh, Bruce, uh, this is uh, regards to the podcast. Bruce is even Bruce listens, and he even he's texted me recently and said, "You need to be more. If you want to be critical, you've got to be more critical." And I think sometimes we've maybe held back slightly because like that we maybe will will 
uh, hinder our access to players and things. But he says, no, if you're going to be critical, you've got to be critical. So I think in episode 10, which will come out after the special, um, there's going to be a lot more opinions. We really want, we're going to, we're going to be reading out your strong opinions as well in uh, regards to the um, the statement that Zaya made. And a really important one now, episode 10, we are going to have Salim on the podcast and we are going to open that up to your questions. And again, we will ask any questions as long as they are not personally abusive and we'll ask absolutely anything and he'll answer anything. So we're really looking forward to that. Please do get involved. This is your chance to ask Salim any questions you really want to. So, Ewan, how do we conclude this? Can we even conclude this? Because this is certainly not a topic that is going to burn out overnight now that the forum's finished. What's the, the, the final word that we can leave this special on? I think the forum has uh, maybe appeased quite a lot of fans. Again, I think it's very hard to gauge um, or change your opinion if, if you weren't here because I think the atmosphere in the room was actually quite... It got more positive as the night went on. And I don't think that translates into text on a blog or a Twitter update or even a YouTube video. It was I quite hostile at the beginning, wasn't it? It, it started, yeah, it started hostile and then... I think people, it, 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 you just they become personable, and you feel like you know Gabby a bit better, you know Sully a bit better, you know Word a bit better. Nathan Bailey said two words, um, which he acknowledged, which was quite funny. But um, yeah, I think the feeling coming out, you've heard it in the opinions we've heard from from Paul and Steve. They've everybody's come out feeling a little bit better. You can't lie, still in a bad situation, still 17th, still looking at the relegation, still got to win several of these last 14 games. So the situation hasn't changed, but hopefully. The opinions will just be a little bit more uh, positive, constructive, but it's football. It, it's never, it's never going to be completely uh, all, all uh, sunshine and rainbows, is it? No, not at all. And we can't cover all of your opinions in this uh, very short uh, forum special. We've just kind of highlighted the main points that came out of this forum so that if you weren't there or if you wanted a recap, you could kind of listen back and have a memory of what happened and picked up on some of the main points that were discussed. But if there are any other opinions that you might have, please do comment on Twitter. Please comment on the fans forum. And, you know, let, let's keep discussing this um, because in the summer transfer window, I'm sure there'll be more questions that will, will come from this forum to see whether, you know, anything's been acted upon. And another thing from Twitter, just to finish the last couple of days, uh, when people were given these uh, poor opinions and sort of swearing Gabby out and bored out, I genuinely sort of probed into that. I was just, I was just trying to get find out why that is and where this is coming from. And we really, really do want your opinions. And one of the best things that happened over the last few weeks from the last podcast, somebody actually said, I think it was on the forum, they said, Ewan, I disagree. We want you to disagree with us. Me and Jonathan, we have sort of fairly similar opinions, which doesn't make for a great debate most of the time. So if you've got a really strong opinion, you completely disagree with us, please tell us. We don't We don't want you to agree with us because that's where debate comes from and that's where challenges come from and that's when we really can get down to the nitty gritty. If somebody wants to come onto the podcast and have an absolute rant and argument with us, uh, we'd absolutely welcome that because I think it would make quite a good podcast. Um, again, I am fairly positive. I'd love to speak to somebody quite negative and just sort of see if we can meet somewhere in the middle. So please, please do get in touch. We'd love you to get involved. Yes, but from you and myself now, it's getting fairly cold and the car's getting a little bit steamy. And uh, as people walk past us here at the People's Pension Stadium, I think it's time for us to uh, close this special. Yeah, as you say, that two girls are walking past us, looking a bit suspiciously through the windscreen because we're holding microphones and lights <laughs> on. Uh, it, it's time to end this, Jonathan. Yeah, so from you and myself, uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you again in episode 10. See you soon. <laughs>